Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, April 25th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Rye Walker, and special guest today, Robert Dickert. Thanks for being on the show, Robert. Oh, you bet. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, Ryan and I do full-time media work at differential.eieio. Um, the Meteor podcast is all about news and the latest goings-on in the Meteor.js world. You can find us on iTunes by searching for Meteor Podcast or on MeteorPodcast.com or Twitter.com slash Meteor Podcast where we're rocking out major Twitter following. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, this week I'm I'm out of practice. I took a week off. Ryan <laughs> took over. Um, we're going to talk about the four computations of Iron Router. We're going to talk about uh, Repeat.com, which is built with Meteor Repeat, uh, Instant Login with Fast Render, Reactive Tables for Meteor JS, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, testing initiative that's been going on since the uh, the last online testing meetup that uh, Robert is spearheading. All right, so rise first. Okay. Well, do we have any sponsors to talk about? Or? Oh, jeez. I almost <laughs> See? Now. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turnabout. Uh, yeah, Mongo HQ. Of course, <laughs> you guys know them. Uh, we love them. They're awesome. We, we actually, like, we found another side benefit. So we've been flirting with uh, Heroku and Modulus at the same time lately. And uh, we moved the database to Mongo HQ, and uh, we move after that was completed. We moved the app from Modulus to Heroku to test that out, and then uh, we were having some trouble with stability on Heroku, so we ended up moving uh, Assistant.io back to Modulus, yeah. and now it's more stable. Uh, but you know, we didn't we didn't have to do anything because it's it's all just EC2 under the covers. Uh, you know, Mongo HQ is just there, and we were able to migrate from one setup to another, which is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think we have the best of both worlds now. The response time on Assistant IO is down from Heroku as well. We looked at that yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it was down like just tw- a little bit. Yeah. Twenty milliseconds on average response, which is just. Mind blowing, and and the the like their database hosting is just amazing. Yep, blazing fast on yeah blaze. performance on that is really good. Yeah, been really enjoying using that. Yeah. All right, and then the uh, the other one, SendGrid dot com. I feel like I should sing that like Expedia <laughs> or something. SendGrid dot com. I think they should go to SendGrid dot io. Dot io. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where that goes. <laughs> you know, they might pay you not to sing that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pay us more. Um, so, yeah, they uh, they do email hosting. Super simple to set up for a Meteor app. Like, you could just set um, – it's just a mail URL uh, environment variable, isn't it, in Meteor? Yeah. Yep. So, mail underscore and URL. And then, like, you're just sending through SendGrid. And they have a great dashboard. You can log in and take a look at, like – Emails going out, were they bounced? Did they open? Well, it's just it's so important to have a a, a good email provider. Like we were using uh, we're using Apostle.io, um, and 
in the beginning, it, it was just running through its standard mandrill shared account, and right. the emails weren't getting delivered, yeah. right? And the, if you switch it to SendGrid, SendGrid, yeah. yes, uh, you will, <laughs> you will uh, see emails actually get delivered to people's inboxes. Yeah, which, I mean these. Uh, so these guys have come into town here in Cincinnati twice now and given workshops on email deliverability. Like it's no joke. Yeah, it's their job. They love it. They figure that crap out. I hate it. I'm glad they do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, on to our first topic. Um, the four, what did I call this thing? The four Computation? computations. Four horsemen of the sounds, Iron Rider. This sounds really high, high, <laughs> highfalutin, but really what I want to say is um, Tom Coleman, you're awesome. Um, there, <laughs> uh, there's, um, there's been this thing with um, Iron Router where uh, like I have a lot of ifs now in my routes that I didn't used to have, and I and it's I think that, that something got introduced in the Blaze update where um, that they just couldn't quite figure out what was going on with data and, and logins and the actions and rendering and all this stuff. They needed and, tests. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, but the there's this post came out like 14. Well, I guess when was this? Uh, a day ago. Um, at Mather, I figured it out. Reproduction here. Here's the explanation. Talking about logged in and loading and just all the interactions between that. Um, then there's a follow-up post where he talks about there's there's basically four computations of interest in going on an iron router. What's going on with data? You know, um, you're, you've got this data thing in the route. The action. Uh, and then he talks about Blaze Layouts inboxed data computation. I don't know what the hell that is, but it must be important because it's the third. And then and the rendering computation set up by the layout. So, I mean, it sounds like uh, Tom is is getting pretty deep down into maybe some of these issues, which my whole goal on this is that I get to remove a bunch of ifs in my rounds, mm. you know? Indeed. <laughs> I don't know. Have you had any issues with that, Robert? Uh no I haven't actually I haven't run across that one you're lucky yeah <laughs> I, I don't know I, mean, I don't know I, I, maybe we're doing some weird stuff but I know Gerard from Differential here he's had lot, you know just he's got his way of sol- of solving some of these problems it's different than the way I'm doing it and I I keep saying like we just need to all be on the same page we just, it's just a little bit of so I'm I'm hoping that um uh, these guys kill these little issues and everything gets back to the way it was. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. You guys are awesome, Chris. Calm. <laughs> more tests. More tests. <laughs> um, all right. Next up is repeat with three E's uh, dot com. And uh, this is like, um, so I, I don't know. Like I'm a fan of social media, I guess. I spend far too much time on Twitter. Um, and one of the tools that I use because we have like 80,000 Twitter accounts for differential is uh, Buffer. And I noticed that they they do a lot of um, – they actually talk about doing A-B testing on their content. And they'll do different headlines, um, but they'll retweet things multiple times. And um, I don't – I mean, it's not hard to do on Buffer, but the – this repeat looks interesting because you can just authorize a Twitter account, set a tweet, and then just tell it to repeat like every however often you want it to be. So like it could tweet every day, um, which is interesting because we could set up like you know every other week tweeting about a podcast or something like an older podcast, like listen to this older podcast. So it's uh, it looks like uh, you know quaint little tool built in Meteor. So you who know. made this? Uh, you know, I I have no idea. Yeah, check check the fork on GitHub. 
The fork on GitHub. Yeah, there's a little button at the bottom. Is there really? Mm-hmm. Who is that? Meteor Hacks? Meteor Hacks. Is it really? Is. Meteor Hacks is Aeronauta. Oh, God, this guy's everywhere. <laughs> Aeronauta. <laughs> yep. I think it's really interesting how they made the uh, the website so simple. There's like really almost nothing on the site. It's just is it's pretty obvious what it does, and it has one link to kind of market itself, and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like I haven't I haven't really cleaned it up, but uh, I actually started on something similar as like a little Twitter app, and it's like a, it's called Tweet Engine right now, and it's open source, but it's it's ugly. Um, well, if you're looking for a name, you might want to go for a repeat with four E's. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, Damn. so mine's more about analyzing hashtags. Maybe I can be like hashtags with a Z at the end or something. <laughs> hashtags with three A's. Three A's. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> that might be a different thing. I don't Gosh, know. I'm, I'm clicking. I clicked into Aeronota's uh, GitHub, uh, and there's something called Comet Engine. Painless I, I bet he's got more repos than what we as hell? a company have. He's got pain, he's got painless meteor deployments for meteor. All right, so yeah. now number two for Aeronote on the <laughs> podcast this week. Go ahead, Robert. All right, yeah. Um, let's see here. Actually, took a couple of notes down to make sure I get through it. Um, where did I put it? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll just start it. talking because uh, <laughs> yeah, this um, second item is instant login. Uh, which is an add-on to the fast render package. So this is by Aeronota, the uh, prolific Aeronota who keeps writing uh, all kinds of really interesting packages. A lot of them are performance-related. Uh, he's also the, uh, the author of Pro Meteor, which is an ebook, and he does Meteor Weekly, which is a great, uh, a great uh, resource. So if you listen to this podcast and you read Meteor Weekly, you, you'll probably keep up pretty well on what's going on. And uh, so he he built this as an add-on to Fast Render. You guys used Fast Render at all? Have you tried it? Yeah, we did. We actually uh, w- he contacted us and then um, asked if we would give it a try, and we did, and it broke. And then we added him to like our our corporate website repo, uh, as Ry likes to call it. And uh, yeah, he went in time. there and like he fixed a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, so not only we did we use it, we literally we gave him access to our repo, so he set it up for us. Because yeah. we, I mean, there were some issues really early on. Um, I needed to do the same thing. I tried to use it on Assistant IO, and it won't work. Something's weird, and I just need to add add him to the repo and say, "Hey, will yeah. you fix this for us?" But this is uh... <laughs> yeah. So, well, just so for anyone that doesn't know uh, what it is, it's a it's an interesting idea. Just the mm-hmm. you know the thing about Meteor is that uh, you know it sends down all your files and and uh, gets your templates ready, but your data is not always ready right away. So it can take uh, a little bit longer than for some other technologies to get your page up and running. So what Aronota did is he bundled the the data with, I think he sticks it in the HTML. I haven't uh, yeah, he does. exactly how he does it. but So the data you need to render the page comes with the initial load so that your uh, your data comes pre-populated, which is uh, really cool in their demonstrations on uh, on the website there, but there was one issue with it, which was that if somebody is logged in, that uh, uh, it would initially flash the unlogged in page before it, uh, uh, you know, before it gave you the right the right template. And so, what this does is that basically it fixes that, so that when you have authenticated users, it 
it will give you that uh, fast rendering and it will render correctly the, the first time. Yeah, that would be yet another if that I could remove out of my routes if if, <laughs> if I can get this working. So, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it looks really interesting. There are – you can look at uh, the link on – if you go through creator.io, you can get right to it. And uh, he has a couple of, like, really quick videos that will show you exactly what's going on. Oh, sorry about that. That's my uh, – I have a very talkative dog. <laughs> that was a dog. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought there was like a guy there with you. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't actually really like to talk about who that is. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Call him prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this last one before we get to the group chat was uh, reactive tables for Meteor.js. JS. It's actually three of us and four topics. That's kind of confusing. Uh, I haven't used this. Have you used it, Robert? Um, no, I haven't tried it. This is actually the first time I've seen it. Oh, okay. Well, I, I uh, put you this. know what? Gerard put this into oh. a package. Maybe he knows. Hold on. Let me go. Hold on a second. All right. <laughs> Please hold <laughs> while we get someone else. Tables. You put that in uh, on the during the luncheon hack. I was kind of impressed. Yeah, uh, that was that was fun. Uh, it's always fun to like do those things while someone's talking, and then just have it magically appear <laughs> when they when they pull. So, <laughs> um, what do you want to know? What is it? So, Reactive Tables is uh, is a Meteor package um, uh, that basically gives you a. Um, um, a, ta- a, a tabular view of, of of a collection out of the box um, with some bells and whistles. So if you're if you're familiar with uh, the jQuery data tables plugin, uh, which is pretty popular, it's kind of like that. Um, but since it's written for Meteor, um, I think it, it works a lot better. So um, so I, I'd use data tables in my pre Meteor days, and it worked really well. Um, but transitioning into Meteor, I, it seemed like a lot of people struggled with it. Um, and I did. Then along came this reactive tables package, which I can't remember where I found it, but um, it worked, uh, you know, right out of the box as as advertised. Hmm. That's cool. So how how similar is the API for it from data tables? I think it's pretty different. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a lot different. Yeah. How, how how long did it take you to get set up? Like, I mean, I just read the README, so it was probably like, um, you know, it was like a minute. Um, oh, nice. It's it's kind of. I mean, you wouldn't use it this way, but basically, you could just. There's a helper, and you pass it a collection name, and it just gives you a table with all the fields, mm. and it worked. Really okay. Well. Yeah, and I see you can then specify only which field you want. And stuff. Right, like but then you'll want to go in and customize, but that's easy to do too. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it doesn't have as many bells and whistles as data tables, but it has all the important ones like sorting. Sorting my column and filtering, pagination, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
All right, I might be using this later today with uh, liquid. Uh, Pretty cool. Big project there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thanks, George. That's cool. Okay. All right. Is that all? all right. <laughs> thanks for popping in. All right, everyone. That was Gerard C. Chai from Differential. Yeah. Has he been on the pod? Has he hosted a podcast yet? I don't know. Yeah, wow. he's done Startup Heroes, but he hasn't done mm. uh, StartupHeroes.co. Yeah. It's our other podcast if you want to listen. Uh, <laughs> well, I, yeah, we'll have to get him in here one of these days. Yeah, definitely. All right, last topic. So, Meteor Testing Initiative. I actually didn't listen to last week's episode, so I don't know what you guys already talked about. Uh, I don't remember. What, who was on that? Me and Greg. Um, it, was, it was short, so I don't think we've talked a whole lot about this. I'm really excited about it. That's why we, have, uh, we asked Robert to, um, to get on this. Like, there was some, what, tell, tell us about the, the origin of this group, Robert, how this get started. What is it? Um, you know, it all started really with serendipity. Uh, you know, I... Um, you know, I co-founded Meteor Boulder with Miles Mathias um, late last year, and uh, you know we get really good support from uh, Alice Yu and Jade Wong at, at uh, Meteor Development Group. And uh, it, it, in terms of trying to help us along, they're trying to give us uh, contacts and ways to work with people. So uh, it was kind of their idea that we could go online and get these people that are, you know, that are not local to us, but who are, uh, you know, really big players in the media world. And so we were able to get, uh, you know, Chris May there, Tom Coleman, Sasha Grieve in our first meetup. And, and so when we went to do, uh, number two, uh, I was trying to think, well, well, we have access to people all over the world if we do an online meetup. So uh, I was like, who who needs to be talked to that's not getting to the local meetups? And I thought of Aranota. So I initially went to Aranota and said, hey, we want to present. What do you want to talk about? And he was uh, very agreeable and said, you want to talk about Leica? From there, I thought, you know, these would be really good to have a testing discussion. I contacted Sam Hatoum, who does RTD and... Uh, you know, I talked to Tom Coleman. He said, I should talk to you guys since you're writing a book on testing. And, you know, Jade said I should, uh, maybe get, uh, you know, either Mike Rissy or James Gill for Mad Eye cause they're doing Mocha web and we got, uh, we got Mike Rissy. And, uh, I was also excited to get, uh, Adrian Lanning who does share nine one one because they, you know, they're an actual active app that's been running for a while that, that does testing. So I wanted to get kind of the consumer's point of view. So we had this discussion online, uh, with, uh, uh, it was, uh, what was you guys? So it was Cincinnati and it was Denver and Boulder and Seattle. And, uh, we had this really great discussion. And, and then at the end, Sam Atum contacted me and said, you know, this would be really great to have this discussion without an audience and really try to solve the problems because testing in media has been kind of scattered, you know, too many choices and none of them are easy enough to use. We have these really talented people working on them, but you kind of have to pick and choose which one you want to work with. So, um, you know, I contacted the group and, and every one of them said, yes, it was, uh, it's, it's, it's actually really inspiring how, uh, yeah, how community minded everybody is and how everyone wants to pitch in. And, um, so we 
got the group together. Uh, we added uh, we added Abigail Watson, and um, if she does she does safety harness, and so with her we have all the major uh, non core testing frameworks, and yeah, we just got together and started talking about well, what would it take to turn this into some kind of uh, unified uh, testing, you know, test runner. And uh, so that's kind of how it got started. Yeah. And I, you know what I love, like being on the, the kind of the mailing list, I guess, and the, the, uh, I attended the meetup or the, the meeting yesterday. I love like as a writer, like having all the people there that I'm writing about their stuff, like being able to ask questions is kind of nice. And, getting that that face to face of the the Google hangout is awesome but I also just love watching the test runner kind of being built out of this because uh the single most frustrating thing for me is like the setup steps that are different for every single framework and I mean that's where I'm probably spending about a quarter of my time right now is just like getting each framework set up and writing about it so uh, seeing this this like test runner and then hopefully like a reporter package being broken out of that as well and just having like a standard way where people can plug in their their testing framework with their you know the files they need and the the code that they want to run for assertions and that kind of stuff like to me that's that's going to be amazing because that's the biggest problem that I've had like I, I actually got frustrated and sat down and tried to write a cucumber.js framework that worked directly with Meteor. And after about a day, like I, I threw my hands up because I couldn't find a great way to do some of this test runner stuff. Which yeah, I would just throw out like I, if 25%, if you've only spent 25% setting up testing frameworks and 75% testing, you're in the majority. Like I've, my experience with Meteor testing so far is I've probably spent 90%, 95% of my time setting up frameworks writing something and then like, oh, maybe I should try this thing, you know? And so, right. So the idea with this runner is that there's be a, be a common platform that all the frameworks will use. And so you don't have to set up the infrastructure. You just get to test out the various uh, methodologies. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, and you guys have nailed it on the head as far as what the goals are. I mean, we really want to make testing quick to get started. So, uh, right now, it's implemented as a Meteor package. So if we can hold on to that, then you just would literally just do. Uh, and right now, it's called Meteor Test Runner. So if it's MTR, you might do something like MRT add MTR, and <laughs> you would just have uh, you would have a base framework in there, and then you just choose which frameworks you want to put with that because we have you know RTD, Leica, Mocha Web, Safety Harness. We may have others in the future. Um, so you pick which one you want to put in there and you put your tests right in the test directory uh, that that Meteor already treats as a special directory for you. And so the idea is that if you're kind of new to testing or you're just doing something kind of small, um, you could just go in and do some some simple, uh, uh, you know, some maybe uh, some unit test or some simple integration test. But if you have something bigger you want to do, you still have the flexibility to choose any of the frameworks that you want to and um, and so what the um, what the test runner does is it basically goes into your uh, test directory 
and it looks and right now we're using file name as the as the queue it decides which framework is going to receive those tests by the, the file name and it uh, queues those up and dispatches them to the uh, to the uh, testing frameworks and then the idea is for those frameworks to be able to report their results back in real time populating a meteor collection so that you can see the results come in as they happen and to uh, uh, right now we're working on just kind of an overlay so it would happen you know, if you turn on your overlay, then you would see the results happen with your app. It's not a separate meteor instance or anything. Yeah. But uh, in the future, we might have other other ways of reporting that if you want a JSON file or or uh, something else. So the idea is to keep it really flexible, easy to get started, but um, keeping power for the people that need it, which I think is one of the one of the great things about Meteor. If you if you look at their some of their core concepts, if you want to contribute to Meteor. Uh, that's one thing that they want you to follow is that it's got to be something that doesn't get in the way of beginners and it also doesn't get in the way of expert users by you know by creating magic or things that that have repercussions for the advanced users yeah well I, I would just throw out too the other thing that's beautiful about this is all these talented people are now working towards one common uh, goal at least on the shell and so, like for example, Abigail's really good with uh, Mongo, and um, you know she's going to be working on the the report output side of things. And yeah. instead of working in her own little safety harness world, where um, not, you know not all of us are using that, her work will now be used by everybody, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Well, and I liked Mike's comment about MochaWeb and integrating with uh, MTR. Gotta gotta say that slowly because it's not MRT. <laughs> yeah, what well, might change too? But they'll get too used to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, MRT will go away soon. Zero exactly. But um, MTR, uh, since he's been integrating it, like he just says, I've been removing code from Mocha Web, which I think is awesome because this should live in its own and it's shareable, and you know, I'm excited to see this stuff. So. Yeah, and hopefully we can provide – if there's anything that people need in common, like one, one obvious thing would be mocks of uh, of all the Meteor objects. That would be a nice thing if you were writing in some great new idea comes along for testing that it would be really easy to adapt that package to run in Meteor without having to redo all those things. Yeah. All right, well – yeah, I think we'll you know each each uh, week or you know as we make progress, we'll keep reporting it back, and of course, all this stuff will be in the book. Uh, yeah, uh, as soon as it's ready to be in the book, as soon as yeah. it's worthy to be in the book, as soon as one of them has it functional. <laughs> what is that? Meteortestingbook.com? dot com. I don't even know. Testing meteor. Testing <laughs> testing meteor. <laughs> and we're gonna get uh, actually the the other fun thing is like we're gonna set up an email account and uh, a Twitter account, and we're kind of we're gonna all try to man it using. Respondly, um, and uh, the other good thing that I think will come out of this is just uh, you know you'll probably see like maybe a GitHub organization come together where we can all kind of manage and pitch in, and you know if something like mocking a mocking library comes up, we can we can you know people can pitch in and help with that, and it'll have a place to live on GitHub, open source organization. So. Yeah, I think I think we should also say this is an, this is a heavy development. I mean, we're literally, uh, you know, Sam's talking about adding features to the runner as each 
framework decides what it needs in order to be able to run. Yeah. So uh, if you're looking for this online, it's not available yet. We're, we're going to try to get something out as quickly as we can and uh, really try to get a minimum viable product out there, but it's not available yet. Yep. So stay tuned. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. I know this was a little longer, but hopefully it was worth it. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Robert. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is a great show. All right. <laughs> All right. See you guys.